All right. Welcome to the Olala land of soulful minds, a euphoric land for elevated thinking on a practical level. Our soulful conversation today is with Kyle DeJamco, a self-made videographer, filmmaker, and content creator who's worked with some of the world's top celebrities and performers, including the beautiful singer, now businesswoman, Rihanna, and multi-millionaire rappers, YG, Drake, and future, and my personal favorite, Little Baby. Kyle himself is from the sunny California, and it's in L.A. that he studied civil engineering at CSUN, Cal State at Northridge, and worked as an engineer for two years. Then one morning at the legal age of 21, Kyle woke up and decided to quit his stable job as an engineer without a two-week notice, mind you, to begin a life his soul craved to live as a filmmaker. After touring the world with well-known DJs and curating content for celeb performers, Kyle's now an independent videographer waking up to the next grand phase of his life's journey. Kyle, welcome to the Olala Land. Thank you so much for being here. Dang, what an intro. <laughs> Cannons. Fine. Thanks. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. You've done some cool things. TikTok. I met this girl on TikTok Live, everyone. And now yes. We're Small world. <laughs> such a small world what were you doing on live that day you were just you just get on live i was getting my christmas her getting my getting my christmas i was getting my sister her christmas present oh waiting waiting in line at the parking lot and then i was in the wrong parking lot the entire time (laughs) i do remember those moments because there was a point that you were like all right i'm on live and thanks for the great question y'all but i I need to pay attention so (laughs) on the road Yeah, yeah I feel that yeah, I was on live for 30 minutes and I don't know. Yeah. No, it was good questions. And I was glad that we were able to connect that way. I feel like that's such a millennial way to move now and like meet each other nowadays. It's like, what social media app did y'all meet? Yeah, exactly. So thank God for TikTok. I'm taking TikTok seriously this year. Heck but. yes. Man. Well, well to go yes. ahead and kick off. Um, this is our, our first question here on Oh La La oh, Land. <laughs> You've gotten time to think about this one. So, uh, awesome. So, we came to this world thoughtfully, named by our parents. But since we know ourselves better than anyone else can, uh, on this show, we do like to give special guests a chance to name their souls. So, no pressure. You just need to think of a whole new identity. But if you can name your soul anything. (laughs) I've I've been... I've been thinking about it ever since, and it's it's so hard. It really is. But I would I would say, I wouldn't give myself a name. I would give myself a, I would call my soul appreciation. Ooh. To constantly remind myself like to be, to be appreciative of things. That's something I've been practicing for the last ever since 2021 started. But if I could give give my soul a name, it, appreciation. I mean, Kanye West is giving their kids weird names, and yep. so is Elon Musk, but. What are Elon Musk kids' names? Appreciation or X Asher Twelve, something like that. That sounds like a next Tesla model. (laughs) But yours being appreciation—that's that's a great name and then a good reminder. So if you hear it all the time, yeah, yeah, and it gives me something to like live by, which is something that I think a lot of people have a hard time with—is they don't know why they're living. Neither do I, but. It's the mm-hmm. whole point of like appreciating of what's in the present and just enjoying what we have 
because like there's there's homeless people outside my apartment and it just makes you realize like how appreciative I should be of what I have and how thankful I should be so yeah appreciation Oh, wow. Take that, question number one. I know. I'm like, dang, you kind of got, you were like, I'm going to name myself, like, not a name. No, that's that's a good one. And I, I almost want to imagine that our souls would give themselves that kind of name, you know, versus yeah. our, our Jack and Jill's, it would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, yeah, definitely, definitely appreciation. Well, well, since, well, Mr. Appreciation slash Kyle, <laughs> oh my God. if you had to give your soul a one-liner, you know, of your soul's purpose, why you're here, what would you say it would be? Uh, soul's purpose? Yep. Ooh. Okay, there's two ways to go about this because the past couple of years I've been nothing but working hard and yeah. I'm very like um not cutthroat but very like rigid and kind of like a shark and how I move like I want to make sure I get what I have to get and then take take care of the people that I want to take care of yeah there's also a part of me that's very like empathetic and emotional and I care about what people think and I care about what people feel and I want to make sure that everyone feels safe in their comfort zone mm. but my soul's one line one liner it's in the headlines like what's up probably probably the last thing i post on my tiktok is is something that's been sticking me so hard is level up so hard that they have to get to know you again Ooh, what made you think of that (laughs) that just came to you one day like i was like dang that is good that is good I'm sure it's been a quote because there's, there's a bunch of quotes everywhere, but it's something that mm-hmm. I, I came across and I was just like, level up so hard that they have to get to know you again. Because if you think about it, like everyone, they always talk like even how you started this intro, you talked about my past. Yeah. But who's to say that I can't be bigger and better than that? You know? Yeah. So that's the journey you're on. Level up so much that they got to say the rest. Level up so hard. That they got to get to know you again. Ugh. Y'all. Y'all need to write that down in your little journals. Right. Man, that already is advice. But with that, you had given uh, some advice recently to even a TikTok viewer. And you had told them to share always to start with your why. And so even for you yeah. right now, what would you say is your why? For living? Yeah, for living. Because we all here. We all, you know, have to be here till we not here. So what's your why? Yeah. My why before was to experience life mm. uh, as much as possible in the most frugal way possible. So yep. <laughs> thank God, like, I worked for uh, I worked for an artist and he paid for, you know, for all my travel, all my food, and he paid me. And I lived life in ways that I can't even describe. Like I did something that was one truly once in a lifetime. I lived like a rapper. Oh wow. Again. But my why my why now is to like motivate people to help get to that point. Mm-hmm. And my why for living is to, you know, create businesses and have some financial security to create that opportunity for other people because I, I all I all I care about is giving people the chance to, to do what I did music or video or film or even just i don't know engineering or podcasting you know 
Yeah. Isn't this how you started this podcast? That is. Like, I have to go into that story, uh-huh. y'all. I have to because what happened was the day, like, I'm like anybody else. I'm like in bed scrolling on social media and I had came across Kyle's video. Like, he did a video just like recapping his shift from being an engineer and becoming a filmmaker. So I watched the video and like the next video that I swipe on is that he's on live. And I'm like, you know, let me join, like, see who, like what this guy's all about. And it was really in that moment that um, I was just like, honestly, like, I just I need to like pull my shit together, do this podcast, yeah. like really connect with people, because that day comes that either you're proud that you did it or you are so angry at yourself that you didn't. So uh, shout out to you. For being on live at that exact moment. <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to you and shout out to the universe for making that possible. But yeah, just yeah. do it. Just Life do slow, it. Just do it. Right. Just gotta do it. They got the and best Nike, can we get a sponsor over here? Right. Can we? Can we right get a sponsor quick? Nike on this? <laughs> ten, 10 bands, 20 bands. And one of the things that you yeah, just did... Uh, even from the intro is you just made that move and switch into film. And so with that, what is your emotional connection to film? Uh, it was, I think it was probably the most opposite thing from engineering that mm. I, I, yeah, I don't really know what is more opposite than civil engineering besides making creative videos. It's the most, it's, you go from stable to unstable. So what attracted me to to it was the creativity, you know, obstacles, the the threshold mm-hmm. for financial freedom. Like the payout is way bigger in, in creativity in the world of creativity than stability. The payout is way bigger in the world of entrepreneurship than stability. So yeah. that was the, those are the things that motivated me. Is that not not only financially but mentally it pushed me. And I always love to be challenged. You know. I don't like taking the easy way out on a lot of things. So as long as I'm being pushed and challenged, I, I'm going to, I'm going to do it, you know? Yeah. So yeah, that's what pushed me. The, the challenge and the creativity to do something that could affect people in a, in an, in an emotional way, in a creative way. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. That's, that's been the best. It's been crazy. But, yeah. And you're ambitious. And sometimes with ambition, it, it comes with a, f- a slew of things. Uh, one of those things is fear. Some, sometimes the, the side effect of being ambitious is almost that we're scared of being that kid in class. Like, I don't know if you ever had those kids in class where they answered all the teacher's questions. They almost were like the teacher's pet. A little smart ass, <laughs> pretty much. And so... <laughs> For you, what are I ways? That was me in math, by the way. That was like, I mean, yeah, it needs to be you, and at least in math, nobody wants to answer the question. So, might as well like be that one kid that's like, "Yep, I know. I actually know the answer again and again." Uh, yes. So, what are ways that you've grown I love, to? I love math. Oh, math position. What are ways that you'd say that you've grown to protect yourself? <laughs> from feeling almost like a, a lame little smart ass while still being really ambitious? Well, I've been so ambitious, like you said, the, the past couple of years, but it's also been my biggest downfall. Mm. Because if you're too ambitious, you don't have patience. And when you don't have patience, you don't let things evolve and grow as they should. And blossoming of a seed becomes a tree. 
and if you are too ambitious, that, that seed will die, you know? So being too ambitious taught me patience, honestly. Yeah. Um, but what was the question? <laughs> yeah. Like, what are ways that you've even grown to protect yourself from feeling almost lame for being ambitious? I'm sure that there's, like, parties you've had to miss out on, things you've had to say no to. Um, and even yourself, like, just being uh, like, why am I going so hard? Oh, it's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the sacrifice is probably the biggest thing that, like, sucked on the come up of my journey. So, like, my friends would ask me, hey, can you... Uh, you know, can you come out with us? And I was like, no, I gotta learn this this edit on YouTube for like a couple hours. Yeah. And then they'll go party and I'll learn something on, on like a Saturday night. And that happened consistently. Or like I had a, I had my ex-girlfriend, I had a girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was constantly going out and we started to lose time together. And you know, when it ended, I thought my work was, a, was a, like a product of the breakup. And yeah, it may have mm-hmm. been, but things happen for a reason. And it honestly led me to the best two years of my life after. Um, But sacrifice is definitely something that you should not only embrace, but definitely understand because you can't get anywhere without sacrifice, especially in the entertainment industry. In a a very cutthroat place, but like they said, the best things in life are on the other side of fear. So that's how that is a classic one. Even with that, and this is a question to feel free to take a second on. If certain things in life are destiny, so it's like destiny that we got our parents, destiny that we lived in a certain whatever, why why do we even try? Like to, to what extent, in your opinion, should we be working hard if things are still destiny? Yeah, that's kind of like the, the whole simulation argument, right? Yeah. Like, are we living in a simulation or are we not? Why don't, why don't you answer that too? Do you think we're living in a simulation? Do I think we're living in... I think almost... Uh, is this a Black Mirror episode? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for me, I would say the reason why um, we still work hard is that there's multiple realities that we have the option to live out. So we have the reality of like, you know, the top tier ola the top tier kyle to live out we have the reality of like the broke and sad and you know on our ass all day um we have multiple realities there's certain markers in our life that are destined to happen so you might have a marker in your life where your parents are destined to move to a new state or destined to get a certain job but the experiences that we have in between that kind of is where our free will comes in and if we listen to our inner voice the right way it guides us but if we silent it out then we live out a destiny that we wouldn't have wanted to choose yeah uh yeah i mean i i would have to kind of agree i don't really believe in destiny because with our own free will granted we call it free will we don't even know it is free will because of the whole destiny simulation but you know we're able to alter our uh future by our own choice and our own manifestations. Yeah. And with enough energy put in ourselves into, into the universe, when we put enough work into that energy and that manifestations, they become true. Mm. And, you know, I think I've, I'm a prime example of someone that's pivoted in multiple ways of life. Yeah. And you could say it's been a learning experience or you could say it's destiny. But I think it's just been, I think it's just been like a, a learning experience. And I will get to where I, I'm supposed to be 
how I believe that. But is that truly destiny? I don't think so. Mm. That's yeah. But the simulation argument's crazy good. It is good. Just because... it's like it's crazy good because they're incorporating VR and AI. You know, the next like now in the next five to ten years. Yeah. Pretty soon, like video game graphics will look like real life. You know, we'll, we won't be able to comprehend reality from you know artificial intelligence. Cars yep. are driving themselves now. Who's to say? I don't know what will happen in 10 years. There's going to be tunnels here in LA. Um, oh, there are. You know, it's going to be, it's nuts. It is wild. Yeah. And now we could be going to Mars before before Elon Musk dies. That's <laughs> so, crazy. Have you yeah. seen where they have, um, they have a way that they're able to make people's faces, like new digital faces. They're not anyone real. It's not like a photo and digital make yeah. of somebody else. That's fascinating because to me, I I like to think that I have the art of like looking at someone in the picture and like seeing the story almost, you know, a little story behind them. But now yeah. if they're digitized photos and it's not even a real person, like what are we looking yeah. at exactly? It's wild. That's a question and neither of us can answer. Actually real people. Right. At the point that they've <laughs> digitally the manipulated it. Think about what the computer's Exactly. And like, who's to say those people won't be coming in the future? So that's the thing is like, you start to wonder what life will be like a thousand years from now. Oh my just, goodness. Think about what we did in a thousand. Think about what we did in a thousand. Like Christopher Columbus came here in what, 1476, something like that? Sail the ocean. Yeah, 14, 1400s. Could you imagine, could you imagine like at... I don't know, like being a young child and you see your baby pictures, but then you also get the pictures of like digitized you that your parents didn't even know was created. And you were one no, of those future it's people. It's crazy because you just start. I, I mean, I think about that all the time. Like you, I think about this whole mm -hmm. accumulation and this free will thing. And, yeah. you know, when, when there's really big people in their industry that succeed, like Elon or Jeff Bezos, you yep. begin to think like, oh, it is their destiny to do that. But yeah. they didn't start out like that, you know? Like yeah. Elon invented PayPal. People don't know people forget that. I I definitely forgot that. Yeah, Jeff Bezos worked at McDonald's at thirty. Like, Look, McDonald's birthed some great people. <laughs> <laughs> like people need to stop shading working at McDonald's because <laughs> I'm pretty sure we have some millionaires or great influencers that started there. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I started out at a I started out at a restaurant too, at a golf at a golf country club. And that's how I got my engineering job after talking to a bunch of golfers. Oh wow. Um, but but yeah, I just all I did was I cooked food, I I was a janitor, I cleaned the floors, I wow. wiped the grill, I it was the it was a like a literal like slave job and yeah it made me appreciate money and life so much like it humbled me in the most mm -hmm. humbling way how did I you start flying on private jets and then i started my ego got too big uh, well you know you got to give a little bit of room for the ego if you're gonna be on a private jet <laughs> how but did now, you feel now, now i'm back down. how did i feel what during those times that you were working at uh at the golf club like did you ever have a little voice in your head that was like, yo, like you're about to be bigger than this? Or were you just like, oh, yeah, this is just life. Like, I'm just kind of working. So, yeah, at the time I was just I was working to make 
pay for like rent at my college house. Yeah. And then as I was golfing, you know, I started to pick up golf and I was like, dang, I'm pretty good at this. And some people were telling me that I was good. And I told them, yeah, I've only been playing for six months. And I thought about starting a oh. career in golf. Mm. Yeah. Tiger Woods. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> what? You were destined to be big in something and you could have been big in golf too. Like, who knows? His his son is so good. But that's something. Yeah. But in a way, I think deep down, yes. Because it was my last year in college. Yep. And, um, you know, after dabbling in the, with cameras for a bit, I started to think like, oh, mm-hmm. like, I started to like, my grades started to slack in engineering towards my last yeah. year. And I was starting to think about like a free man like why do i have to be locked into this when there's people that are succeeding way bigger way faster and i started to think about upside in my career and i started to think about the future and i started to think about where i saw myself when i was 35 40 45 Mm. and it was do i want to see myself at a desk like like that having not experienced the crazy life like i wanted to experience the crazy life yeah um and that's what pushed me and i i worked i worked every day Mm -hmm. would you say that when i told my parents that i quit it was scary yeah and would you say that you've now experienced the crazy life yes (laughs) yes there's yes there's things i've seen (laughs) and things i've done and things I've been a part of that no one should do. <laughs> uh, it's, I mean, I can't say that because I, I signed it and I don't, I don't want to, it's, it's for something that people yeah. do experience themselves, but yep. I definitely want to like give people the right tools to succeed in whatever they want to do. Mm. And uh, yeah, they just take their path from there. If they want to experience it, go for it. If they want to, you know, hit me up, we'll experience it together, but Right. The things that I've seen and done is definitely like worth it, and I'm super proud to have been a part of it and thankful mm-hmm. um, for everything. You just shared that you would uh, some of those things people just kind of need to experience for themselves, but you have been in a number of different crowds with just wild energy as a result of the performers on stage or even just everyone being all together uh, because of the artist bringing that space alive. How do you feel in those moments? Even though you're still working and you know, you're getting the right video shots, how does your how would your inner self say it feels in those moments? Yeah, so the first 20, 20 to fifty concerts, I was in complete just what? <laughs> like I was in bliss. I was I was on cloud nine, just like, yo, is that? Yo, is that? Yo, is that? <gasps> like everywhere. Just I was just freaking out. So I was fangirling big on the inside, but I had to maintain professionalism on the outside, which yeah. I thankfully did. But then towards the latter half of my career like, on shows, like maybe like 150 to 200. Yeah. Uh, it started to get redundant and went to London for wireless and there's 20,000 people and they just completely exploded. And those moments, like, I remember I went on stage with Migos and Mustard and they performed Jeez. Pure Water live. And I, they had a catwalk that was about 100 feet long. And I walked on the catwalk when you're not supposed to. But I was like, screw it. I got to get the shot. <laughs> <laughs> and then I followed an offset. 
uh, one of the amigos, and he turned and he looked at me, and he's like, "Yo, who the hell is this kid?" And then Offset's bodyguard runs on stage and starts chasing me. And then you just see the camera like running away from the guy. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm part of you guys. Like I was like, I'm like, I'm part of you guys. Like I am on your team and I'm running away. And then he just shoes me off. And then, yeah. And then we, we all laughed about that clip afterwards. We all rewatched it. It never came out, but I mean, funny. Wow. Yeah, that, those moments are what like is what kept me in it and kept me motivated. But yeah. um, it's definitely, it's definitely, a, it was definitely hard to balance the whole like this is work and you have to enjoy it because you do it you do enough shows and it gets it gets a little taxing on your mentality and that's kind of why I felt I had to go my separate way and it was just like if I'm gonna do something so hard it's got to be for myself now yeah let's go let's go deeper into that so now that you are venturing into doing your own brand uh, when did you realize that you could successfully do that hard work, but for yourself now? That it's, well, because it's these success stories, like mm-hmm. people may look at my stories as a success story. And I look at my idols like Kobe Bryant, Elon, mm-hmm. uh, Bezos, Gordon Ramsay is another idol of mine. Yep. You know, I look at all these people and they have success stories too, but the only thing is they did is that they did it. Um, but I realized that I could do it for myself is when the metrics proven themselves for the artists that I did. So like I, mm-hmm. I got mustered 1.4 million followers in a year That's on Instagram. Wild. And I, I, I edit it every day. And like, if I do that for myself, I'm not aiming for 1.4 million, but yeah. I know the growth will be there and the process will, will be great because it's all about the journey and the yeah. results. But I realized I could do it for myself when, um, Probably in like August of last year, when I, when when the we started to like, think about going our separate ways, and I just felt, yeah, I just felt more like doable, and I started to get over the feeling of being embarrassed by other people, Hmm. and when people judge you and criticize you, it's not right, and it's not right for your soul, and you're like, um, you know, your mentality, but when you embrace that, and you look at it as like, well. They're only saying that because they're too afraid to do it themselves. Mm. Then you start to realize that you are doing something right and you are doing what you're supposed to do. And um, with enough time and with enough patience, as long as you're producing, you know, high quality material that you want to produce and release, the right people will come into your life as fans, followers, and, you know, enough people will start to grow on it. And if you start, what I'm realizing is that when you start putting a brand on that, you start influencing people in that way. Um, yeah, there's no stopping what you'll be able to do. Yeah. That's actually one of the things you had uh, shared with me is just how important it is now for you just not criticizing unproduct- unproductively any other creators. Yeah. How's that How's that been for you? Has that really changed anything about living your perspective of your own art? Yes. Yeah, so I, I mean, I used to criticize people all the time about videos and photos and whatever, mm-hmm. and me, even like just people. Um, you know, me, me practicing that and kind of giving, making it a new resolution. Yeah. Um, it's been, it's been good. Like it always makes me second guess myself about, should I be saying this or should I be thinking this? Should I be putting this energy out in the world? And the answer has always been no, because people are doing, people are trying and it's not, it's not cool to make fun of, fun of someone who's trying. I think ASAP yeah. Rocky said that actually, he's like mm. trying hard. Isn't something to feel embarrassed about. 
should be trying hard at things. If you're not trying at whatever you're doing, then you're just not only wasting everyone's time, but you're wasting your own time. Hmm. Because you should be trying hard at everything. You should be working hard at everything that you want to do. And with enough time, you'll get there. And then when you reach your success, everyone's <laughs> going to be like, everyone's gonna be like, oh, I knew that guy. Or I know yeah. him. Or I remember when we used to hang out and this and yeah. oh my God. I no, remember, there were a couple of yeah. people that said that about me, and I was like, "What? We never, me? <laughs> we never even spoke, man. Like you made fun of me so much. Like, what are you talking about, bro? Yeah. So, if like I know, like pr- proving the haters wrong, you know, I just made a TikTok video about this. So, oh, you have to check that out. No, that that is one of just life's key points when you just said. um, what ASAP Rocky said, where it's like, it's not cool to, you know, criticize people whenever they're trying. We're all trying. I think that that's almost one of those life realizations is we're all trying, whether someone's been a mother for 10 years or a CEO for 50 years, like that person's still trying every single day that the sun rises back up. It's kind of another 24 hours that we're putting in our best effort. Yeah, and it's, I don't know, it makes me begin to analyze the people that start speaking negatively on others. And it's mm. like, it makes me want to ask them, like, why are you putting this energy out? Why are you speaking so negatively of others? Is it kind of a projection of your own self or your own, are you going through something? Because you never know what people are going through. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you can only do so much for other people. But I definitely just want to keep putting out that good energy and that appreciation out. Yeah. If 2020 taught me anything, it's that you got to be appreciative of what you have. Yeah. It's, it's been a wild year. And we're still in it. We're still I know. in 2020. <laughs> like, <laughs> like. Oh, my God. We're we're trucking along. That that it's almost. A, it's begs, also like almost yeah. a year since Kobe passed away, too. I know. That was an unreal, unreal day. I still remember that day vividly. I had just touched down um, having a safe flight, you know going into San Francisco at the time from Atlanta and the first notification I get whenever my um, Wi-Fi turned back on was Kobe Bryant just also was in a in a plane of sorts and didn't make his landing so yeah I uh, we were uh, I was at the Grammys filming and oh. I literally in the morning 9 a.m we 9 a.m we got the message and i opened the door and the assistant was like bro did you hear the news and i was like what he's like kobe bryant kobe just died i was like kobe who he's like kobe bryant and when we got to the grammys it was just like it felt so fake so Mm. phony because the grammys was at the staples center yeah yeah so it was yeah it felt so wrong to do that there wow did you get to hear alicia keys perform yeah i saw her Yeah. yeah So did the energy? You hated it. I, I hated it. Yeah. It was, Would, it, was mm-hmm. it was so bad. <laughs> yeah. So the energy of the room was really just like, look, like, wait, hold on, like, how are we able to talk about anything else? Well, first of all, it's televised, so they have to mm-hmm. take breaks and stuff, and yeah, everything just felt so fake about it. Mm-hmm. Like, you, yeah, you get the awards, and everyone's thankful for the awards. Grammy, yeah. If you get a Grammy, you should be so proud. You worked your whole life for that. But the, actually attending the Grammys was so boring and it felt so <laughs> fake. It felt so fake. Like, 
Huh. You're gathering all these artists and they're working for this trophy, for this recognition, which by all means, they all deserve it because they've all kind of made it. These are all millionaires in the room. And um, yeah. I don't know, it just it just felt off. It felt weird that these people are working for a trophy. When yeah. They should just be working for the content and the, the, you know, they should be working for the, the, the body of work that they're putting out. And they, the ones yeah. that don't even attend the Grammys have realized that, like Eminem and um, Drake, you know, they've yeah. realized that. So. Do you feel like that is what we've almost adopted in our own lives, where some some people say that you know, whether it's social media or that promotion at work that we end up in our journey of wanting to be significant in this life, we work towards a trophy. Yeah, social media is 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 tough, man. You gotta really take everything with a grain of salt because everyone wants followers, everyone wants brand deals, everyone wants money. Yeah. But you gotta really think about why you're doing it on social media. If yeah. you're just doing it for the clout and to look good, look sexy in front of others and by all means, do it. I'm not hating on that. Yeah. But I, the type of person that I am is I want to provide value to people in the mm-hmm. way that I can with what I know. And, you know, I don't want to stop learning. So, I'm, you know, trying to read more books and financial books and, you know, more creativity and still maintain like directing and stuff, you know, directing a music video next week, which is, which should be fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I even told people in my live, I was like, yo, if you're ever in L.A., Come January twenty third to this location to come help out. No, that's and everyone's like, oh, I can't come. I'm in Houston. I'm in Chicago. I'm like, like, damn. You worldwide now. Yeah, but hey, I would love to just collaborate with a lot of people and just help everyone in ways that they want to be helped and whatever I can do. Yeah. Last question for me uh, is: What's an idea about the world or life in general that you've been trying to have already stopped believing in i'll start give you a little second to think for me it's um nobody cares about you more than you do that is it has some like you know some validity in certain situations but the reason why it's been impactful for me to stop believing that nobody cares about me as much as i do is because there are times that i'm not the kindest to myself and yeah. if I was to walk into the room of some of the people that love me the most, they would just be like, what, like, why would you ever say that to her? Like, you know, why would you ever say that to her? Like, you're amazing, just like your spirit by itself. So yeah. I, I've stopped and been trying to stop believing that nobody cares about me as much as I do. But what about you, yeah. Kyle? Something that I used to believe in that I don't believe in anymore or something that I don't believe in that I believe in now? Either or, but I'll repeat the question for you. What's an idea about the world or life in general that you're trying to stop believing in? Oh, to stop believing in. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Idea about the world. Yeah. Probably stop believing in? I don't know. I've been having a pretty pessimistic... <laughs> <laughs> pretty pessimistic ideas in year lately about because 2020 and the beginning of 2021 has not been so great yeah uh, probably probably that is that the world isn't as bad as it seems that's probably something that i i want i i want to stop believing in is that 
Yeah. The world isn't as bad as it seems. Like, if you think about it, just because things are happening and it's it's terrible, we're having a terrible year. Yeah. You know, NBA games are getting postponed and sports are not the same and entertainment isn't the same and people are dying. Um, you know, if you realize that we're living in a time where these are the moments you take to yourself hmm. to really grow in yourself. Yeah. Um, you'll realize the world isn't as bad as all it seems because it, the world provides opportunity and you get one life. So don't let one year of mistakes take that away from you. You should, everyone should capitalize on that year. Wow. So, That's the golden. Life. Yeah. That's the golden advice. Opportunistic, you know? Yeah. And it's hard sometimes, especially like rolling off of a year like 2020. It is hard to strike that good balance of being optimistic while still calling things what it is. Like we still had a, yeah. a hard year. So this was a great conversation. I all like even the last time that we spoke, anytime I like hop into watching your videos on TikTok, I feel like I'm learning something. And so thank you for letting all of us learn from you today. Yeah. yeah. Yes. No, yeah, yeah. Thank you for having me. This has been fun. I like the soul question. That was... <laughs> soul, soul question was heavy. Yes. And so yeah, you, okay. like I said, you're a content yeah, creator. So I want people to be able to find you everywhere. What is the easiest way to find you, whether it's TikTok, Instagram? Feel free. Shout out where they can find you. Shout out. It's... My name is the same on every social, uh, just Kyle, K-O-L-E, and then Dijamco. And then I'll be starting my YouTube channel probably next month. And I'll be probably doing, like, business and finance videos yep. while also incorporating, like, my filmmaking. Because when I was a kid, I loved nothing but stocks and finances. And then the mm. second half of my career was, has been all that creativity. So I might as well marry them together. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> that would be dope. Like, you probably yeah. have the coolest finance-looking videos out there. Never, never made one, but we'll see. Yep, man. We'll see what it looks like. Yeah, this this was fun. Thank you for having me. Of course, thank you, thank you. Yeah.